Opinions and ideas expressed in the following Moraine Valley Broadcast Channel recording are those of its creators and do not represent the views of Moraine Valley Community College. Hi guys, welcome to our podcast. My name is Anastasia Gianelli and we're going to talk a little bit about the controversial movement of the Fight for 15. The Fight for 15 basically is fast food workers and other low-wage workers fighting to receive $15 an hour. First, I want to introduce everyone that we have here today. Hi, I'm Megan Flavin, and I do support the demands of the fast food workers getting $15 an hour because I have worked in food places, and we get paid $8.25, and we realize that that's actually not enough to help us with everything that we need. Um, my name's Lauren Brust, and I support the Fight for 15 um, because... A lot of people need to feed their family, and their families rely on their paychecks to keep a roof over their head and give them everything that they need, and getting $8 an hour for a minimum wage isn't enough for an entire family. Okay, and I support the Fight for 15 because by raising the minimum wage, it can provide fast food workers and other low-wage workers with a livable wage and significantly help taxpayers save money for higher education or other necessities. Raising the wages to 15 has little to no effect on the prices of food at some fast food restaurants. Okay, I want to talk a little bit more about the public opinion on the issue with the Fiber 15. I know a lot of people on the social, on social media have given their opinion, and I want to talk a little about why they think this way. What do you guys think? I think a lot of people... Uh, believe that people who work in fast food are uneducated or weren't able to get a college education when that's not always necessarily true. Um, we read about a family who has a mom and a dad that both worked at McDonald's for over 10 years and were still only making 8.25 an hour, and that was not enough for both of them to feed their families. They still had to get food stamps and help from the government to pay for things that they needed. Um, some people, that's just the only job they can get, or it's even what they like doing. We read about a man, too, who came back from the military, and he liked cooking so much, so he just got a job at KFC being a cook there. And it's just because it's what he liked to do. It's not his fault that him doing what he likes only pays 8.25 an hour. All right. Um, what do you guys think? Are there, like, any themes or commonly recurring arguments about this topic? What I saw a lot of my Facebook posts from people, they are worried that the cost of living would go up if the minimum wage was moved to $15 an hour, and we actually found a lot of evidence that it would not. I think that people are saying this just because they're uneducated on the topic and they really haven't got into like deep research like we have in class, so we understand that the cost of living would really not go up. Everything would be much, pretty much the same except for the pretty much the employers and their business. Only that would change, but not even by a lot. I did find an article online that if the minimum wage was increased to 15 an hour, um, prices at fast food restaurants would raise only by 4.3%. This pretty much means that a Big Mac would only be 17 cents more, and the fast food industry could easily cover the increased cost of having to pay 15 minimum wage without reducing any jobs and still have money left over. Um, I also found out that a CEO makes 644 times more than the average worker at McDonald's, which is pretty surprising. All right, how do you guys think we can convince the general public to see if this issue, to see this issue in a different way that will show them that raising the minimum wage to 15 
really isn't making a big difference to anything but the company that they work for. I really think that if we expressed these facts that we have found online, that people would realize that the cost of living isn't going to go up. And if they are more educated on the topic, that they would be for the Fight for 15. And they would want that because then they would realize what we are actually getting out of it. And right now, a lot of people are just looking at all the negatives, and that's not helping the case at all. For big companies such as Walmart, it would only raise their prices 1% to be able to give all their workers $15 as a minimum wage. An example of that would be a box of macaroni and cheese that cost 68 cents would now be 69 cents. It wouldn't affect how much you pay for your groceries at all. That's actually really interesting how it would only go up by 1%. And that I did mention earlier about the Big Mac. It would only be $0.17 cents more. And I'm sure that everyone who buys a Big Mac would still get a Big Mac if it was only $0.17 cents more. I also want to talk a little bit about um, how to get these workers into the middle class, all these fast food workers and other low-wage workers back into the middle class. Um, I want to talk about what would happen if they had a union and $50 an hour. Um, Ken Jacobs tells us that the low-wage wages from some of the largest and most profitable businesses, like McDonald's, are costing taxpayers across the nation nearly $150 billion a year. More than half of all state and federal spending on public assistance programs goes to working families who rely on food stamps, Medicaid, or other support to provide for themselves and their families. Because these businesses do not pay a livable wage, American taxpayers have to finance these people who are already working full-time, and even in some cases, more than full-time. I just don't think it's fair that we have to pay for these people who are already working full-time, and it's just not fair for those people in general. All these adjunct professors, all of these home health care workers who are doing a very hard job that required schooling, but they only make such a small wage, and I don't think that's fair for them at all. 52% of fast food workers, 46% of child care workers, and 48% of home care workers rely on public assistance. These numbers are just absolutely crazy. I mean, think of all these fast food workers, these child care workers, and daycare workers that rely on public assistance. These people need that assistance and it's not fair to know that all these people go to work every day knowing that they can't support their families because 825 is just not cutting it. I also agree with you, Megan. Um, an example of a woman who is trying to support her family, her name is Albina Ardon, and she only earns 905 after working for 10 years at McDonald's. That's crazy. Um, two incomes from McDonald's is still not enough. Her husband also works there, and he's a cook there at the same McDonald's. They have two daughters that they have to support, and they will turn to Medicaid and food stamps because they have no other choice to raise their children. And I think that's really upsetting that two wages from the same work is not enough for that, and that should be different, honestly. That should not exist. I just think it's absolutely crazy that two people from the same family are so hardworking in this one workplace and for 10 years to only not even be getting a whole dollar more than other employees, you would think after 10 years, even five years, that a person would be 
getting a huge raise. I mean, 10 years is a really long time to be in one work industry. Don't you agree? Yeah, they have so much dedication to their work, and they're not receiving the benefits that they should be receiving. Exactly. It's kind of crazy, like I said. I just don't really understand that. Any other workplace, they would have raised their wages and made kind of show them that they appreciate them and giving them more money shows them that so they can support their families have more kids they can't do everything they want because of the wages they have i mean 905 from a raise going from 825 i could see that being for someone who has been working at this place for a year or maybe two years but 10 years i just can't get it wrapped around my mind do you think of it? Ten years is like the life of a ten-year-old. Like, that's a very long exactly. time. <laughs> um, I also wanted to share a little bit that, okay, so 15 million workers in the U.S. earn less than $10 an hour. And if we were to unionize workers at McDonald's and other fast food chains, it could help lift a million or more workers into the middle class. And this would definitely create a model for low-wage workers in other interest, industries and in fast food. Um, even without a union... The 515 campaign will also help child care workers, adjunct professors, and millions of other low-wage workers get into that middle class and support their families. You're set, and you don't have to rely on public assistance for everything that you do in your life. I think it's really important for a mother or father, or even just one person on their own, to know that they are financially stable and that they're okay and they can support themselves and their family. I just think that... When you are working somewhere, you should be able to have that feeling. You shouldn't be stressed out about how much you are making and if you're making enough. All right. I totally agree with what you have to say about that. Um, did any of your opinions change while becoming more informed on the issue of the fight for 15? Like in class, reading the articles, how did your opinion change? Did you go from one side to another or did you completely stay the same? You know what? It actually did change. When we first discussed this topic in class, I was not for it only because, I mean, $15 an hour does seem awesome, but I was uneducated like some of the other people that um, were commenting on my Facebook post about this, and I really did think that by moving up minimum wage, the cost of living would go up. I thought taxes would be more or, like, bills would be more, and, again, being more educated on it, I see what is really going to happen, and nothing's really changing only that we are going to make more money and we'll be okay and we'll be able to have a little extra cash on the side after paying these bills. When we first started learning about this in class, um, I was against minimum wage going up because I thought that everything else would go up and uh, it wouldn't even affect or change anything because the prices would both go up. But then when we realized how little it actually affected the prices of the things we need, to buy still, um, I was for it because it would help families be able to support them. Uh, my opinion did change significantly also. I was unsure what my thoughts were, but I was more against it than for it. Now I'm completely for it because it can provide fast food workers and other low-wage workers with a livable wage and save money for taxpayers. Alright, thanks for listening, guys. My name's Anastasia Gianelli. I'm Lauren Bruss. And I'm Megan Flavin, and we're signing off.